0: Hey, everybody, want to check in real quick? This episode 63 called Don't Listen to the Voices, which is a little bit ominous. It's really not that serious. was actually recorded last week on, would have been like January 26th, Wednesday, January 26th. Instead, it's coming out on today, February 2nd, because somehow after publishing it, it got caught in the... Uh, it got caught in the drafts folder. So um, I did last week's episode. It was fully ready and on schedule. Um, Just to save time this week, since you guys probably don't want to listen to two episodes of me ramble on each week, I'm just going to publish this one today, and there will just be one less episode in total. But uh, enjoy this episode. It's a good little half hour plus of some thoughts I had from last week and any time-sensitive stuff. I'm not really even sure if I remember there being any of that, but um, act like I like this episode came out a week ago. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the show. Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluber. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that, and this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. I am standing up today, standing at attention for y'all. I hope that Everybody is having a fantastic day. Whenever you listen to this, right? Whether that be on the January of the twenty sixth of January, twenty twenty two, when this comes out, and about ninety minutes from the time I started recording it, to I don't know, maybe it's twenty thirty, and you're just like, "Hey, I found this guy, and I'm going to listen to his podcast episode sixty three or whatever this is." Um, yawning at the beginning. Okay. Man, today's going to be a weird one. I, I don't even know where it's going to go. I had a dream last night that I want to talk about. Also, for those watching the YouTube, there's a couple people who watch the YouTube now. One or two. We're talking literally just two or three people that occasionally jump on, give the YouTube a view. Thanks so much. Tyler Kluver on YouTube. You'll find it. Um, I'm using a different software as a test run, beta run to potentially then implement for the Watched Up block on. So I'm using restream. So this episode this week is more of a it's it's a trial slash test more than anything. Uh, but then we're also going to input some content here. A couple things I want to talk about. one, is the dream I had last night, which was eye opening in a weird way, and I liken it to a like a like a psychedelic experience that like totally opens you up, man, and I don't even know what that means. It's the only way I can sort of grasp it as far as things that I've heard compared to what I experienced, and then. Uh, some thoughts I had this morning from my workout. We are officially 24, 29 days away from the CrossFit Open. You guys have been on this journey with me for going on five months now. Maybe it's past five months. I think technically the episode where I said I'm going to be a CrossFit athlete was like in May or sometime around then. Man, I forgot when that was. Um, it, It was pretty far back. I mean, we're working on a year now. Another yawn. Let's go. Respect to all the listeners. So this has been a year in the making. We are getting close to the actual CrossFit Open. I am... I am very excited. I, I would go as far to say that my life, probably too much, is focused and revolved around the CrossFit Open right now. And we could get into a bunch of that as far as what I mean by that. But, uh, I mean, I'm waking up. I, I'm I'm training two-plus hours a day. Um, and over the course of the next three weeks before my deload week, we're going to be training upwards of two and a half hours a day. Uh, we're spending minimum another half hour on body work every day. Body work, meaning, uh, could be a variety of things, could be stretching, could be rolling out, could be massage gun, could be, um, uh, hanging upside down inversion. getting, getting massage, um, multiple, multiple things. Spending another, you know, when you work out this much, there's a certain amount of focus you have to put into your nutrition, right? It's not just like go down, grab whatever, grab whatever out of the kitchen. I mean, you want to make it as, as seamless and transitional as it can be, but you know, compared to how I eat in what you would call the off season versus how I eat right now. Um, You know, there's another half hour that I'm spending, you know, taking supplements, taking, you know, putting together pre-workout, putting together a post-workout shake, post-workout snack, eating breakfast. Um, There's a lot, there's a lot that goes on. So we're spending three plus hours a day, pretty much solely dedicated to the mission of, uh, in 29 days, we want to be as dangerous as possible when it comes to fitness. And I guess we'll start with the, uh, we'll start with the, um, what my thoughts from this morning. I'm doing a a squat cycle right now. That is called whew, Smolov. Russian. I'm looking at it on my other monitor as I do this podcast, and it's um it's no joke. It's uh it's a lot of squatting. Uh, the base cycle is six weeks long. You basically have a volume phase where you're working with lighter weights, um, but higher reps in the beginning, um, and and you're hitting singular reps, some very light volume at heavy weights just to prime. Week two is a, is a uh, sets of five at heavier weights that kind of prime you up in a different sense. And then week three, four, and five are the working weights. Um, and it's, it's volume. You're doing 30, 30 plus reps of heavy squats, 75% or more every day. Uh, four times a week, not every day. Four times a week. So that is kind of what I'm in the middle of right now, and we are in week three, day two of four for this week. Five by seven at 285. Not the end of the world. Um, you know, not the hardest squat session I've ever had, but uh, you don't just walk out there and do it either, right? You got to get yourself up for that, and the as a as the fitness guy, right? As the as the workout guy. And maybe those listening can relate to this because anybody listening to this podcast is again probably into fitness a little bit, probably into working out or trying to get better or trying to improve their mindset some way or another. In your friend group or the the group of people that you associate with, maybe maybe at work or whatever um for me it's it's every group of people that i'm in i am the workout guy right well i'm either, i'm either the podcast guy or the workout guy and i love that but even for the workout guy there's days where uh those voices of complacency creep in you know whatever you want to call them the devil and the angel on your shoulder most days. Yeah. Most days as the fitness guy, it's why I'm the fitness guy, right? There's people who are fucking numbers guys. I I don't think it's similar, but, um, there's people who are gamer, you know, the X, Y, Z, what defines you, right? What are some larger uh, themes in your life that define you, um, to be the fitness guy? Like you kind of have to enjoy that, right? you, you like doing the work i geek out over the numbers and the programming and hey how do we advance from this week to the next week to the next week to what does this month look like to the next month how do we improve year to year how does how do we make this a linear progression how do we add new interesting exciting things in right i geek out over that stuff in multiple multiple branches of fitness right like i love the aesthetics of it the bodybuilding CrossFit is obviously the the main thing that I'm super into. Performance-wise, general weight loss. I mean, everything. I'm into it. But even for me, there's days where you wake up and that devil, right? The angel's usually talking, saying, let's go. Let's do it. And then feeding that nerdy part of me. But sometimes the devil talks. It's probably... It's probably once every two or three weeks normally. Right now, with the amount of volume we're putting in in preparation for this CrossFit season, I'd say it's more like once a week. Today was that day. And it was a more extreme version of of that day. You wake up, the fucking blankets are warm, man. The bed is soft. For me, there is no... And this makes it even a little bit worse for me. There is no like, gotta get to work, gotta go clock in, and I and and I would never change that. Right? I will fight every day of my life to have the freedom of career and income and freedom of lifestyle that I have. Right? But with that comes this secondary um, element where man, the wife, you know, the wife does have to go and she has, you know, kids are going to show up at school and she has to teach them. My teacher has to be there. But for me, man, if I wanted to, I could push this. I, you know, I, I wake up every day and, and I could legitimately say, fuck it, I'm going to push this off till about 10 a.m. I'm sleeping in. I could go and I could I could wake up at 9.30, 10 o'clock, get all my work in in six hours But obviously that wouldn't be the most efficient. We wouldn't get the most done. We definitely wouldn't be able to work out as much as I do. We wouldn't be able to withhold the standard of fitness that I'm trying to withhold, do as much as I, I can to advance the brand and the fucking strength and the all everything I do, right? This morning, that, that voice was talking to me. Hey, maybe we take today off or maybe, maybe we make today our active rest day, right? Active rest day is about an hour, maybe 90 minutes instead of two plus hours. And it's lighter stuff, cardio stuff. Like maybe we, maybe today's our active rest day. And I don't know. I don't know what. I can't tell you what it has to be inside of you because I think it's different for everybody. What it has to be to make you make that decision that no, I'm not giving in to this voice. I'm not giving in to the softness, the weakness. I don't want to go squat. I don't want to go do this conditioning piece, but I'm going to go do it anyway. Not to mention, man, it's. My my watch currently says three degrees outside this morning when we woke up. It said minus six. I work out in the garage. I squat in the garage. I'm fortunate enough to have a little bit of area downstairs in the basement where the, the bike sits, and I can do some some stuff with a dumbbell. I can do burpees. I have enough room to do a lot of stuff down there, but if I'm throwing around weights, it has to be done in the garage. And that's what today was. Tights are on, sweats are on, sweatpants, hat, hoodie up. Don't want to be there. Don't want to be there, but I know, and this is what it is for me. I can't tell you, again, I can't tell you what it is for you. But for me, I know at the top of all things that I trust in my programming, my own personal programming, how I have set up uh, the total amount of volume exercise that I do in a week, how I've set up the progression of what I'm doing, right? I know that there are going to be challenging pieces of each and every day that I have, but I also know that working out six days a week at the volume I'm working out for my body can more than handle that. In fact, I could do much more if I really wanted to. So I know that when those voices creep in, hey, maybe today should be a rest day. And there are some days where, you know, Monday was a little backed off because of what I did on Saturday. I thought Sunday I would be able to recover fully. I was not able to recover fully. So Monday we backed off on some muscles. We went hard on other muscles, parts of the body. Still got a really damn good workout in, right? I know that... Today, Wednesday, I need to get the work in. It's not It's not a day. We look at the data. We take emotions out of it. We take that soft, weak inner bitch out of it. Today's a day that needs to be put in and needs to be some heavy work. In fact, it needs to be one of the harder days. Uh, because tomorrow is my planned active recovery day. I can rest tomorrow. I can go a little easier tomorrow. I can get a mental de-stress, a physical sort of relaxation when it comes to how much I'm putting out. tomorrow third yawn in the podcast. And I drooled, fuck. I don't know what it is for you, but for me, I know I trust the programming, right? Trust yourself, trust the plan that you've put in place and realize that now because you've put that plan in place and it's something that I use with my one-on-one clients, right? planning, having a visual or at least in uh, a uh, structural idea in your mind of what your day looks like, what your workout looks like, maybe what your work at your career looks like, what you have to do that day. When you have a plan, when you've set it in place, now, there's something to base what actually happens off of. Right? There's what we planned for Wednesday to look like. And I've got a fucking notebook right here outside of, you know, like all these are work stuff that I need to get done. One of those lines is morning squat and cardio session. Right? There's another six or seven lines of work that I have to get done. That's what I planned for Wednesday, but when the, when the clock strikes midnight and it now turns to Thursday for tomorrow and we look back on today, what did Wednesday actually look like? What was actually a part of that 24 hours? And when you have a preset plan for those 24 hours, you're much more likely to get what you want to get done done instead of just, hey, we'll rock into these 24 hours and just whatever happens, happens. When you leave it up to that in-the-moment decision, right? Maybe I'll work out, maybe I won't. We'll decide when we get there. Well, you're more likely to be undisciplined. The softness, the weakness creeps in, the comfort. Taking the easy route Right, avoiding the obstacles, you're more likely to, to take that path. Um, I also know, you know, outside of just knowing right, that this was the plan, that this is what's going to work, if I want to be what I think I want to become, if I want to be able to perform on game day right, when those open workouts come out for CrossFit, if I want to be able to perform the way I want to perform, I have to get this work in. Not only that, I know that this week specifically – On the strength side of things, I'm not going to be home on Saturday when I need to do my final set of squats this week. And I might not be able to get them done at the gym that I'm working out in this weekend. So I might already be handicapped. So what, I'm going to put another day on the wrong side of things? I can't fucking do that. I can't afford it. Or I'll get beat. Somebody will be better than me. Somebody is doing the work today. Someone else is getting it in. And you have to make that decision. Like, are you okay with that? Or are you not? And I'm not. I don't want to get beat. I want to be better. I want to get a faster score. I want to get more reps. Right? Then, for me, I have this other element that is, hey, you're the fitness guy. Like what we just talked about at the beginning of the podcast. You're the fitness guy. And you're going to just take today off? You're going to be soft? After I tell all my clients, I, ta- I get on this podcast and I talk about, you got to be a bad motherfucker. I talk about uh this, that, the other thing. I have this physique that I've built. I have this persona. And you don't have to I'm not saying you have to be exactly what the outside sees you as. Because I'm not. I'm not in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways I do want to be that. Right. I'm not trying to put out fake shit. What I put out is real, but it doesn't, it changes. It morphs. I'm not the fitness guy anymore if I just turn into, hey, I work out two to three times a week for like 30 or 40 minutes then I'm just some fucking average Joe. So I know that if I skip today, man, that's not walking the walk. A lot of talk with no walk there. And I don't feel okay inside of me. I can't live with myself if that's what happens. Right? So there's that. Um, 20 minutes of me just rambling on. Maybe you guys relate with that. Maybe you don't. Let's get into this dream quick. I had a dream. How fitting. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King Day was last week. I have a dream. I had a dream. Uh, I had a dream last night. And as many of you know, 2018, which is now, this is actually coming up on four years ago now, uh, which makes me feel old, I guess. I don't know. The... My career at the University of Iowa ended in the, uh, I think it was the 28th of December, 2017. That is over four years ago, right? Four years and a month ago, my career ended. Sad. Um, All careers end. And it was time for me to move on. There's no more eligibility left. I didn't get a COVID year like the kids do nowadays, right? So the next step was all right, well, let's give this fucking NFL thing a shot, right? And I'm pretty squared away with how that process went right. We came back, I think middle of January for that spring semester. I didn't have any classes. I was graduated. The only thing I had to do was train five days a week, hang out, try and get as fast as strong and as good at snapping as I could possibly be. And for me, there was an extra, there's an added goal of gaining as much weight as I could gain. And bang. Like that's, that's all I had to do. And it, and, and it was very similar to actually how I'm living my life right now, except for I didn't have a job at the time. So I just played Fortnite for the other six to 10 hours a day. Um, and I did not clearly, for those that know the, the story, I'm not in the NFL right now, right? I didn't play for an NFL team this year last year i never even got to step foot in an nfl facility and i have plenty of closure on that right although this conversation may make it sound like i don't um i knew going into that process that it was a long 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 shot a a long shot i mean i'm talking if you are the perfect build, if you wanna get into specifics here, I was a little small, which is a large reason why I'm not in the league. Um, you know, I was I was a top five long snapper in my class coming out of college. Uh, you know, there's probably 40, probably four, 40 or so senior snappers, maybe 50 senior snappers a year. I was a top five prospect, if you wanna call me that. Um, I actually don't know. There might be one or two long snappers in the NFL that caught on that were from my class, right? That's about right every year, right? Like there's 32 jobs and then there's a floater pool of guys who make practice squads and hang around and make camps and sort of stay there. And they do it for a few years, but they're never the guy, right? And there's probably a pool of another 32 or let's call it 50 of those guys, right? So 80 total guys, maybe there's a hundred total guys. And for a while I was in that pool for the spring of eighteen. I never got a call once the draft started. I never got a call from a team. Nobody called. Nobody even wanted to bring me into a camp to say, hey, we'll uh We'll give you a shot at, at beating the starter out, even though 90% of those guys don't beat the starters out anyway. And I'm okay with that, right? If I run that game 20 times, I might catch on to a place maybe three times, right? Three out of 20. Let's call it a 10 to 15% chance that that I would I would catch on that's if you're an that's that's the average long snapper 62 63 maybe 245 minimum 62 let's call it 62 240 I'm 510 and every inch hurts a lot And there was four of them in there that I was missing. And not only that, but then I had to I got up to as heavy as I could be. I think I actually ended up weighing in at 239. So I I made it. I got there. Didn't look good. I was still very, very capable. But for a five ten guy to be athletic and, you know, it was just it was different. I didn't make it. Never got a call, never got a chance to go compete. And that is what was the compete word, is what last night's dream was about. So last night's dream, all of a sudden I'm in this, I'm like getting a call, right? I'm, I don't even know where I'm at, but I'm getting a call. And then I'm being brought into this this building and I realize like, oh, this is the, the Cincinnati Bengals facility. Like I'm talking to the special teams coach, he's giving me a chance, he's like, hey, you know, he, he's telling me, I'm like, Hey, thanks for even just letting me come in and, and have a shot. And he's like, Hey, this is more than a shot, man. Like if, if you don't, if you don't play, like you're going to be, we're going to put you on the practice squad. Like I'm having like this experience and it's a vivid dream for those, you know, everyone's had a vivid dream before those dreams that feel real, man. And you remember everything. And I remember all of this and It almost was an experience like I had or like somebody would have or has talked about having when they do like – I don't even know the drugs. Um, Like is it DMT or they do like those medically induced trips uh, or psychedelic experiences where they like go in and – oh, fuck. What's it called? It's a – Coyote? Is that like some Indian fucking substance? They they do like these trips, man. And they have these like crazy emotional out-of-body experiences where they realize things about themselves and like and the most of the people who do these are like hippies, of course, but um, but I don't think everyone who does them is hippies. And they like, you know, there's plenty of business people who have done them as well. Um, not that business people can't be hippies. I mean, just fuck me for stereotyping everybody. Um And then they like have these crazy realizations, or in this experience, they're able to deal with this like emotional trauma that they've gone through. And it like completely changes their lives and unlock unlocks a door that they haven't been able to unlock in their regular consciousness, right? And I'm not saying it was that insane, but this dream, I wanna say, did something similar to me in in like the final, the final little turning the page of this NFL chapter, right? Because I obviously still watch football. I, in fact, it was very relevant. The the Packers um, had a snapper who didn't do his job to the best of his ability. And it basically lost them the game against the 49ers in the playoffs um, last week. And like, I sit there and I watch and I know for a fact, not anymore, you know, I still think I could get there because you never really lose it, but it would take me a little bit. But in my prime, you know, when Pro Day came around and the NFL scouts came into the building and watched me snap a football, I was at the top of my fucking game. I mean, I was I was more than capable of doing whatever they would have wanted me to do. Whatever they were going to ask for, I would have been able to do that. And uh, because I never got that chance to go in and compete and prove to physically prove, I don't think I need to do it because I know I'm just as good of a snapper as this guy, this guy, this guy. I've snapped with other people. I've snapped two NFL players. I've snapped a Marquette King. I've snapped a Pat McAfee, um, uh, multiple NFL punters that are currently, Matt Hawk for the Bills. I've snapped all these guys. I know that I have what it takes physically and skill-wise to get it done. I was just never given that opportunity. Even if I would have been able to been put in a camp and they would have said at the end of the camp, hey, we're cutting you. You know, the other guy, he's just, you know, he didn't lo- he didn't do anything to lose the job and we're going to go with him. And I would have been like, fuck, cool, man. Like, that's awesome. It's, it's a great experience. I'm glad I got to come in and prove that I could step in with the big dogs and, and snap a football and play punt team. Because I never got to do that. And I don't know if I knew this or not, but I think somehow, some way that dream last night unlocked you know, in a dream, anything can happen. Right. And I was snapping in the NFL. I mean, I was like, I remember I, I, they gave me a Jersey. I was number 31. I remember getting my laundry bag to like, I mean, it was real. And I, I was snapping in the NFL. I was an NFL long snapper for the Bengals last night in my dream. And when I woke up out of the dream I, and I realized it wasn't real, Because I legit, like, I was so deep in that dream. I thought I was getting a chance. Like, I thought my life had changed. And I woke up and I was, like, pissed. I was sad. I was sad and I was mad. I felt those actual emotions as I laid in bed at 2.30 in the morning, whatever it was. But I wasn't, like, fully awake. You know, you're kind of, like, half asleep, half, and you have these weird, like, realizations and, like, almost hallucinations, like, still in half dream state. And I realized, like, fuck, man like I I, I'm actually a little bit bent up out. Uh, there's a deep part of me that wishes I would have had that chance just to compete. I don't care about the lifestyle, right? In fact, there's a lot of things about the NFL where I would not have signed up for that. Um, obviously the money's great. The money being able to play football for a living, all that's fine. There's a lot of stress that goes along with that. And there was in college too. And I didn't necessarily like that side of the, of the job. I I have no um ill feelings towards oh I'm I should be playing in the NFL, right? But what I I guess I do have a little bit deep down inside that was unlocked by the stream last night was I wish I would have got the chance just to go and do it next to a guy, right? Just to just to go and prove that I that I could do it. So just just to prove that I could compete, right? It was weird. And then when I woke up fully in the morning, I remembered it all. Obviously, I'm telling you guys right now. And it was it was like this little bit of closure for me. Like in my dream, I got to wear the jersey. I got to see myself snapping next to the Bengal snapper, and I was just as good, and I was just as capable, and I could do it. I could set back. I could block people. It was really weird, man. It's really weird. And I don't know why I'm even telling you this sometimes though, you just have these experiences and I have nowhere else. I mean, other than my wife, I'm going to tell this to, And she's going to be like, okay, you're a fucking weirdo. Um, I have nowhere else to, to put this, but it's like a really cool feeling that I woke up and I was like, damn, I have closure on that. I I could snap in the NFL. And I did last night in my dream. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a fucking weirdo. um, 33 and a half minutes. Nice little feature of the uh, the restream here. Hopefully this went well. Hopefully the audio sounds good. Um, it's gonna be fun for me to export this file and try, to, try and figure out the process of recording within this program and then putting it out into podcast form. Um, obviously the video option is cool. I can't really show anything. Um, the cool thing about this is like, I guess if I do this, Oh wait. Yeah, there we go. Like it has, you can, you can like pop up these earlier. The washed up walk-ons logo is on here. Obviously this is not the washed up walk-ons logo. There's a restream logo. Um, I can change these things down here. Yeah. Look at it like at Tyler Kluber little. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. And that gives you several options to kind of like have fun with it. So hopefully, uh, we can get the wash Walkons to use this going forward, and it's all seamless and works because I, I think it's pretty neat. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this snapped podcast that was random as shit and uh, have a fantastic week, people. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace.